Welcome, beautiful world, to Barbarian Noetics, the podcast dedicated to the human spirit. I'm your host, Conan Tanner. What's up, everybody? Much love. Welcome to episode 25. Uh, We're here, we're together, and I hope you feel the good vibes emanating from the desert here in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, Straight out to you wherever you are, and thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. I really appreciate it. Um, Today's episode is going to be super cool, and it's basically a... So I had the idea, um, I am connected with the Viking runes, it's an oracle system, and I... um, I've had a couple visitors from out of town come this month, and uh, one of my friends asked me to do a runecast, and I just felt really connected with it, and then another friend asked me to do a runecast, and I just like felt super duper connected with it, and then I had this idea that like, I should do a runecast episode, but then I'm like, what am I going to do the runecast about, because I feel like it would be a little narcissistic to do, to like record a runecast for myself. Maybe at some point down the line, I guess I could do that, maybe and throw it on the Patreon, but I felt like it was a little bit much just to like off the bat, so I was like, hmm. So I just had this vision of doing a, so I'm, I feel like we're all here kind of like, we are here for a purpose, our souls incarnated here for a reason, and I think one of the reasons that my soul incarnated here in this time is to help kind of um, level up the collective consciousness and help with our collective evolution, um, which I believe is we're at the stage now, the next eon is going to be an inner evolution, the evolution of the psyche, evolution of the heart, evolution of the consciousness to shift how we think about things. And I think that's going to correspond with some really miraculous technological innovations that I think we can't It's hard for us to imagine now, just like it was probably difficult for people in the 1700s to imagine an iPhone. Um, I think we're going to be able to move things with our minds. I think we're going to be able to communicate telepathically. I think we're going to be able to send like thought forms to each other. Um, And I don't know electronically or or what what the deal is. Um, I'm not like a soothsayer. I just have this feeling that the next wave of innovation technologically is going to be basically magical. That we're going to be able to do things that, you know, you would think even 50 years ago, like, like maybe see into the future, like be able to transcend time more as we start to unlock quantum computing. So basically, there's going to be an enormous amount of power that we're going to unlock, even more than the atom bomb, you know, more than the hydrogen bomb, more than nuclear power, more than all that. And with great power comes great responsibility, and so it's like extremely urgent that we heed the call as humanity and rise up to take responsibility for this, this next evolution, the evolution of consciousness, um, so that we don't uh, allow this you know, miraculous technology to be hijacked and used to further dominate and subjugate people. It's... We just can't afford to do that as a global society. So we are one global world, and I think that's going to become more and more apparent. Um, and we just need to start really like 
thinking in a collective way and really considering the consequences of our actions for our brothers and sisters around the world and also um, you know thinking like what are the consequences of our actions today for like a hundred years down the road or 200 years down the road you know and so um, I feel like one of the reasons that my soul kind of incarnated at this time is to help with this this leveling up of our consciousness and so I decided to do a rune cast dedicated to shedding light so the rune cast basically there's different ways you can do it uh, in terms of different spreads I chose to do a five rune spread which gives a pretty detailed um, overview of a situation or a problem or a dilemma the runes are used to shed light on things so anything that you feel kind of in the dark about or that you want more information about or you want to contextualize or you're having trouble making a decision you can consult the runes and they can assist you um, in giving you information. So I decided to do a runecast shedding light on our current, the situation in our collective consciousness and how we can uh, evolve collectively to um, shift our priorities to a more kind of enlightened or productive or um, egalitarian, fair, just, beautiful, you know, all the good things, <laughs> how we can evolve collectively in, in an inner psychic way. So that's what this runecast is about, and that's what this episode is going to be. And um, so I hope you enjoy. And uh, just a quick note, um, I just want to acknowledge that the beginning of last episode, uh, I my microphone broke, the little stand broke on it, which is what holds the pop filter in front of the mic. And so I kind of, I think in retrospect, kind of recklessly decided to just plow forward anyway because I was like, sometimes I just get in this vibe of like, I just need to put an episode out. I just need to keep moving forward. But when I listened to it again, you could hear that the the pop, the popping kind of like pop, it causes like a burst of air to go into the mic. And without the pop filter, it kind of is like, it's a little bit. I don't know, jarring. So I just want to uh, apologize for that if that was noticeable or annoying to anyone for the first part of last episode. And I have my, um, thanks to my good friend, uh, Jonathan Glowacki of Portland Pepper Mills, I have, uh, he helped me fix my mic. So I've got the pop filter and I've got the little air thingy on top of the mic too. So hopefully I'm double buffering the, the pop sound so it's smoother. And I'm getting closer to doing like some serious upgrades for my studio too. So stay tuned on that. I'm going to try to create, uh, just learn more about sound and work more with like some sound barriers to maybe reduce the echo a little bit. And I'm going to upgrade my mic and all that stuff. So that is down the road. And uh, in the meantime, I just, again, I just really appreciate all of you. And I want to give a special shout out to my good friend, the amazing Danny Solomon, who hosted a beautiful hot yoga event uh, benefiting celiac disease. And um, I am so glad I went because I, it had been way too long since I'd done hot yoga and I forgot how amazing it makes me feel. Like I was just talk about Kundalini explosion the whole time. I was just like in ecstasy, literally like that ASMR tingle feeling. Like it was just the entire class. I was just like awash in it. I was really blown away. And um, so I just wanted to give a shout out to Danny Solomon. Thank you, Danny. And if y'all are in Phoenix, you should definitely check her out. Um, she, I'll put, I'll put it in the comments in the episode where she teaches yoga. She teaches it up in, uh, 
I think, up in Scottsdale. So if you're in Phoenix, you should definitely check out a class with Danny. And um, she's going to be on the podcast soon as a guest, which is also really exciting. Um, I have some other very, very exciting guests on the way. I'm not going to spill the beans quite yet, but um, some very, very exciting guests, you guys. So we are moving forward here with this podcast, and I'm dedicated to it. And I just, y'all are my day ones, you know, so I just, I can't thank you enough for supporting and listening and for your encouragement and your kind words. It really means a lot at this point in the kind of like in the inception process, the encouragement and the kind words goes a long way to help me stay strong within my own intention to really build this thing for the right reasons and um, stay grounded and motivated. So. All right, so without further ado, let's get into the RuneCast episode, and again, uh, feel free to, if you send me any poems, haikus, or stories, I will read them on the podcast, and um, there's actually one that, I'm going to wait for the next episode, I did get one submission, I'm going to wait to share it for the next episode, so send me a haiku, send me a short story, send me a poem, I'll share it, I'll credit you, and uh, much love, enjoy the episode, and peace. This is going to be a very special episode. If you, um, let me move my little situation here. All right, how's that? That seems pretty good. Oh, 
Thank you for being here with me tonight. It is Sunday, October 20th. It is 8.25 p.m. And we are going to be doing a ceremony together this episode. So this ceremony is going to be a Viking rune cast, which is an oracle system that I use. Um, I've mentioned before that I have a lot of Finnish ancestry and Finnish blood that runs through my veins, and I connect deeply with the Norse pantheon, and I connect deeply with the runes, the Viking runes. So I like to... um, I do rune casts for people. And I just did a really beautiful rune cast for one of my friends, and I just had the idea of like, I wanna do a rune cast for the entire collective. And I don't mean to sound like all like heavy and solemn, like this can be fun and goofy too, for sure. Playful. Um, but I just am being called to do a rune cast for the collective, the collective psyche. And I'm going to be doing a five rune spread, which is a vertical spread. And so the, it goes from top to bottom. And the first rune represents the overview of the situation. The second rune represents the primary challenge that we're being called to face. The third rune represents the action that we're being called to take. The fourth rune represents the sacrifice we're being called to make. And the fifth and final rune is an overview of the new evolved situation once once these steps are taken, once the path is played out, once we see the bird's eye view and we face the challenge, and we take action, and we make the sacrifice. The fifth rune represents the new situation that emerges. So I have my candles lit, uh, the candles that were sent uh, generously by Marta Orozco, the, um, who was on my podcast uh, a bit ago, and they are hand-dipped beeswax candles. So I have four of them lit right now. And I'm gonna burn some sage right now. The sage smoke is enveloping the microphone and it's enveloping our little space here, the ceremonial space. I also have a circle made up of rose quartz, aventurine, carnelian, jade, and malachite. I have two sets of runes. One set is a homemade set made out of uh, little pebbles from the Hawaii uh, black sand beach on the big island that I drew the symbols on myself. And the second set is an amethyst set that was sent to me by a dear friend of mine. So I draw from either 
either bag, just depending on kind of what what I'm feeling. And it also um, it increases like the uh, the potential combinations because we're using two bags of two complete sets of runes. Those are the runes shaken. <clears throat> Now I'm going to burn a little bit of sweet grass, and the sweet grass is going to bring in the positive spirits. It's going to bring the helper spirits in. Right when I sat down to do this, by the way, my meowser meowed at the door because she knew whenever there's a ceremony going on, she wants to be inside with it. <laughs> because cats are trippy like that. <clears throat> Cats, so trippy. <clears throat> All right, so I'm burning the sweet grass now. So this calls in the helper spirits, the happy spirits, playful spirits, spirits with good intent, ancestors, spirit guides. smell it now it smells so good I love the smell of sweet grass mm. sweet grass smoke is enveloping the microphone that's enveloping myself and our space thank you sage thank you sweet grass the sweet grass just fell on my lap but I did not burn myself all right. So next we're gonna be invoking the old gods. And I do this by blowing on my horn and shaking my rattle. The horn is gonna be possibly a little bit loud. I won't blow it directly into the microphone. <laughs> so, but uh, we'll see how, it might be a little loud, we'll see. <clears throat>
old Greybeard is with us now. So it's time to draw the first rune. This one's going to be coming out of the Hawaii bag, Hawaii Pebbles. Interesting. I'm pretty sure this rune is called, yep, <clears throat> I drew the Rido rune, R-A-I-D-O, and it's basically the shape of an R, an upward-facing R. And we drew it in the forward position. So I guess we should try to articulate a little bit more exactly what we want clarity for, what we're kind of elucidating or um, uh, shedding light upon. And kind of what the, what the vision I had um, when this popped in my mind is I wanted to do a runecast for the collective consciousness. So this would be an overview of our collective consciousness. And I guess, I mean, like, there's many different collectives. Like, we have our collective society you have, there's the collective societies of our neighborhoods, of our cities, of our villages, of our townships. There's the collective of our nation, the U.S. There's the collective of North America. And there's the collective of the entire world, the global human collective. So I don't want to put too fine a point on it, but I wanted to shed light on the state of our collective consciousness and Again, the challenge that we face, the action that needs to be taken, the sacrifice that needs to be made, and then the new reality that emerges. So this first rune, Rido, is the overview of the situation. <clears throat> this rune is a journey, communication, union, and reunion. This rune is concerned with communication, with the attunement of something that has two sides, two elements, and with the ultimate reunion that comes at the end of the journey when what is above and what is below are united and of one mind. Inner worth mounts here, and at such a time you must remember that you are not intended to rely entirely upon your own power, but rather to ask what constitutes right action Ask through prayer, through addressing your own knowing, the witness self, the teacher within. Not intent on movement, be content to wait. While you wait, keep on removing resistances. As the obstructions give way, all remorse arising from trying to make it happen disappears. The journey is towards self-healing self-change and union. You are concerned here with nothing less than unobstructive, perfect union. But the union of heaven and earth cannot be forced. Regulate any excesses in your life. 
Material advantages must not weigh heavily on this journey of the self toward the self. Stand apart even from like-minded others. The notion of strength in numbers does not apply at this time, for this part of the journey cannot be shared. Another of the cycle runes, Rido represents the soul's journey and has within it the element of joy, for the end is in sight. No longer burdened by what you've left behind, heaven above you and the earth below you unite within you and support you on your way. A simple prayer for the soul's journey is, I will to will thy will. Rido, the overview of our situation, the overview of our collective consciousness. The book I consult when I do runecasts is called The Book of Runes, and it's written by Ralph Bloom. And the thing with this book is it's a magical book, especially this copy I have is magical specifically. I found it in a really trippy way. Um came into my life and the thing about so the words are they are powerful in their own right and they always kind of impart wisdom in their own right but the real power comes from what it inspires in you so when I read the words about the runes pay attention to what you feel in your own heart any wisdom that pops in your mind any thoughts that pop in your mind it doesn't hurt to have a pen and paper handy so you can kind of like jot down ideas because that's that's really like the meat and potatoes of the rune cast is the thoughts that you have, the wisdoms that come into your heart. So this next rune is the primary challenge that we face as the collective. I'm being called to call uh, to draw from the Hawaii pebbles again. So these are I collected these pebbles on a black sand beach on the Big Island and then I drew the symbols on them myself. All right, the rune has been drawn. And it, the rune is the rune of constraint very interesting this is the primary challenge we face constraint very interesting <clears throat> sorry I have to keep clearing my throat it is what it is all right so this rune is, the Viking name for it is Nauthiz, N-A-U-T-H-I-Z. It's the rune of constraint, necessity, and pain. Again, this is the primary challenge of what we face. We drew it in the forward position or upright position. The necessity of dealing with severe constraint is the lesson of Nauthiz. The positive aspects of this rune represent the limitations we directly cause ourselves. Its negative side attracts limitations from those around us. 
both are equally difficult to handle. The role of Nathis is to identify our shadow. Oh my goodness. It gives me chills. The role of Nathis is to identify our shadow, our dark and repressed side, places where growth has been stunted, resulting in weakness that we project into others. Don't take this world personally, this rune is saying. Work with the shadow. Examine what inside you magnetizes misfortune into your life. When at last you can look upon Nazis with a smile, you will recognize the troubles, denials, and setbacks of life as your teachers, guides, and allies. The need for restraint is unquestionable here. Drawing this rune indicates that there will be holdups, reasons to reconsider your plans carefully. There is work to be done on yourself, so take it on with goodwill and show perseverance. This is a time to pay off old debts, to restore, if not harmony, at least balance. So mend, restore, redress. When fishermen can't go to sea, they repair nets. Let the constraints of the time serve you in writing your relationship to yourself. Be mindful that rectification comes before progress, and once again, consider the uses of adversity. That's the challenge that we face as we take on the task of moving our collective consciousness into a new eon, a new dimension, a new timeline, as we move the collective towards the higher collective, just like each, each one of us individually has our own higher self, collectively as humanity, as all the biodiversity on the planet, as Gaia, as the solar system, as the universe, as the multiverse, and also as your family, as your neighborhood, as your town. Collectively, the challenge is we have to face our shadow and we have to see the uses of adversity. How is the constraint that so pains us serving us? I'm gonna take a sip of water real quick. Thank you, clean water. For the third rune, I'm being called to pull from the amethyst bag. This set of runes is same symbols, but they're engraved in amethyst, and it was sent to me by a really good, beautiful friend of mine, also from the Big Island.
So this rune represents the action that we're being called to take. <clears throat> and I drew the movement rune. And I drew it in its inverse position, which is interesting. I wouldn't necessarily expect that. So we'll go on this journey together with what this means for us here. Whenever I draw the inverse position, I always read the forward position first because it helps to contextualize. The inverse position is kind of like an offshoot of the forward position. It's not like an opposite thing. It's just kind of like, it's still the same rune, but it draws a certain, it draws more light upon like certain aspects of that rune. So again, this is the movement rune. This is the action that we're being called to take to evolve. This rune is called Ewaz, E-H-W-A-Z. It's shaped like an M. So we drew it as a backwards M, which is like a W. This rune represents movement, progress, a horse. Ewaz is a rune of transit, transition, and movement, of physical shifts, new dwelling places, new attitudes, or new life. It also signifies movement in the sense of improving or bettering any situation. There is about this rune a sense of gradual development and steady progress, with the accompanying notion of slow growth through numerous shifts and changes. This could apply to the growth of a business or to the development of an idea. A relationship may need to undergo changes if it is to maintain growth and life. Moral effort and steadfastness are called for when you draw Ewaz, another of the cycle runes. Let it be said this way, as I cultivate my own nature, all else follows. This rune symbol is the horse, and it signifies the inseparable bond between horse and rider. Bronze Age artifacts show a horse drawing the sun across the sky. Here, this rune is saying, you have progressed far enough to feel a measure of safety in your position. It is time to turn again and face the future reassured. Prepared to share the good fortune that comes. The sharing is significant since it relates to the sun's power to foster life and illuminate all things with its light. I just realized that my AC has been on, so I apologize for the background noise. I'm gonna go ahead and turn it off now so we can finish up the podcast without it on. I apologize for the background noise. settle myself here all right so we drew this rune reversed, so it's the movement rune. I just read the forward description. 
We drew it reversed. Reversed, it means movement that appears to block. Be certain that what you are doing or not doing is timely. We have simply to recognize that not all opportunities are appropriate, that not all possibilities are open to us. The opportunity at hand may be precisely to avoid action. If you are feeling at a loss, unclear about the need to act, consider what is timely to your nature and remember, what is yours will come to you. That's the action that we're called to take. So interesting. We have simply to recognize that not all opportunities are appropriate, that not all possibilities are open to us. The opportunity at hand may be precisely to avoid action. If you are feeling at a loss, unclear about the need to act, consider what is timely to your nature and remember, what is yours will come to you. As a collective, we're being called to consider what is timely to our nature and remember that what is ours will come to us. The action that we have to take. It's very interesting to me. I'm gonna to have to meditate on that. It's very interesting. The fourth rune is the rune of sacrifice. So it's the sacrifice we are being called to make to evolve in order to evolve. I'm gonna draw it from the amethyst bag. Interesting. The rune I draw is uh, the rune I draw. <clears throat> the rune I drew is the signals rune, and we drew it in its upright or forward position. And this rune is called Ansu's signals, messenger rune, the god Loki the sacrifice we're being called to make. The keynote here is receiving, messages, signals, gifts. Even a timely warning may be seen as a gift. When the messenger rune brings sacred knowledge, one is truly blessed, for the message may be that of a new life unfolding. New lives begin with new connections, surprising linkages that direct us onto new pathways. Take pains now to be especially aware during meetings, visits, chance encounters, particularly with persons wiser than yourself. Loki is the ancient trickster from the pantheon of the Norse gods. He is the Heoka of the North American Indian, a mocking shadow of the creator god, the bringer of benefits to humankind. Even scoundrels and arch thieves can be bearers of wisdom. When you draw this rune, expect the unexpected. The message is always a call, a call to new life. Ansu's is the first of the 13 runes that make up the cycle of initiation, runes that focus directly upon the mechanism of self-change, and as such, 
addresses your need to integrate unconscious motive with conscious intent. Drawing it tells you that connection with the divine is at hand. For Ansu's is a signal to explore the depths, the foundations of life, and to experience the inexhaustible wellspring of the divine in your nature. At the same time, you are reminded that you must first draw from the well to nourish and give to yourself. Then there will be more than enough to nourish others. A new sense of family solidarity invests on Sus. I feel like the vibe that I'm getting from this is that the sacrifice that we're being called to make is kind of like um, communication that is not serving our higher selves or our higher collective self. Like, think about signals in the modern world and how awash we are in signals. We're always in Wi-Fi, we always have there's radio signals, satellite signals, television signals. We communicate instantaneously with our phones. Signals, signals, signals. How many of those signals are serving our collective, true, higher purpose? And again, this doesn't mean like all solemn and stuff. I think playfulness is critical. Playfulness is absolutely 100% higher purpose. Laughter, playfulness. But there's a difference between laughing with someone and laughing at someone. I feel like we're being called to sacrifice some of the laughing at so we can laugh together. The fifth and final rune, I'm going to go ahead and draw from the Hawaii Pebble Bag. And this rune is the, the new situation that emerges. So just to kind of um, summarize so far, so the, the overview of our situation was Rido, which is the journey rune. We are on a journey. <laughs> the second rune represents the primary challenge we face. And that was constraint. That which seems to limit us. The third rune, which represents the action we're being called to take, is the movement rune and movement reversed, meaning sometimes the best movement is non-movement. I feel like that has something to do with, like, inward. I feel like our, our next evolution is going to be an evolution of the consciousness, of, like, our inner selves. Like we need to, our, our inner technology needs to catch up with our outer technology. And so we need the movement to be an inner movement, inner growth, inner light, inner light shining, uh, shining on all of us and shining from us. 
the sacrifice we were being called to make as signals. And I feel like it's kind of telling us that we need to sacrifice some of our more negative signals, the signals that put down or make less of, make less of others. Negative judgment, you know, discernment's great. Like, discernment's awesome. But violent judgment is not. And who are we to judge, you know? What is it like? He who has not sinned, throw the first stone, you know? All right, so this is the new situation. For the new situation, situation. This rune is called Tewaz, T-E-I-W-A-Z. Warrior energy, the sky god too. And we drew it in the reverse, so I'll read the upright first to contextualize. This is the rune of the spiritual warrior. Always the battle of the spiritual warrior is with the self. Funding a will through action, yet unattached to outcomes. Remaining mindful that all you can really do is stay out of your own way and let the will of heaven flow through you. These are among the hallmarks of the spiritual warrior. Remaining mindful that all you can really do is stay out of your own way and let the will of heaven flow through you. These are among the hallmarks of the spiritual warrior. Embodied in this rune is the sword of discrimination that enables you to cut away the old, the dead, the extraneous. And yet, with Tewaz comes certain knowledge that the universe always has the first move. Patience is the virtue of this rune. And it recalls the words of St. Augustine that the reward of patience is patience. Here you are asked to look within, to delve down to the foundations of your life itself. Only in so doing can you hope to deal with the deepest needs of your nature and to tap into your most profound resources. The molding of character is at issues when the molding of character is at issue when Tewaz appears in your spread. I'm going to reread that paragraph because I found myself disassociating for some reason when I read that, so I want to read it again. Here you are asked to look within, to delve down to the foundations of your life. Associated with this rune are the sun, 
masculine energy, the active principle. The urge toward conquest is prominent here, especially self-conquest, which is a lifelong pursuit and calls for awareness, single-mindedness, and the willingness to undergo your passage with compassion and in total trust. In issues of relationship, devotion to a cause, an idea or a path of conduct, the warrior rune counsels perseverance, although at times the kind of perseverance required is patience. Tewaz is a rune of courage and dedication. In ancient times, it was this glyph warriors painted on their shields before battle. Now, the same, same symbol strengthens your resolve in the struggle of the self with self. Now here's the reversed. And this is how we drew it for the new situation. Reversed, the danger is that through hasty or ill-timed action, life force leaks out or is spilled away. If an association is short-lived, do not grieve, but know that it has fulfilled its span. Matters of trust and confidence are at issues here. Matters of trust and confidence are at issue here, and with them the authenticity of your way of being in the world. Reversed, Tewa's calls for examining your motives. Is it self-conquest with which you are concerned, or are you trying to dominate another? Are you lusting after outcomes, or are you focused on the task for its own sake? You will find the answers within yourself, not in outside advice. When you consult the runes, you are consulting the self, the action proper to a spiritual warrior. I'm just contemplating that. It really blows my mind. The new situation. Which I kind of see as like an inward evolution. The consciousness. The consciousness evolution. Shifting consciousness. And with that, there's this question of, is it self-conquest with which you are concerned, or are you trying to dominate another? It's like we're at a fork. We're, be, we're gonna be at a fork in the road. I feel like we're on the precipice of like some really mind-blowing, kind of like magical developments in our experience like I think we're going to be able to I don't like I believe that telepathy is real and I think more people are going to be waking up to their telepathic capabilities and it's going to be like with great power comes great responsibility right I feel like that's what this rune is kind of saying like we cannot afford to allow the consciousness revolution to be hijacked by the desire for domination. It just can't happen, we can't allow it. So the warrior rune is reversed and it's gonna be all about 
our inner motives, like as we learn how to move things with our mind, as we learn how to communicate telepathically, as we learn how to jump off of cliffs and fly, how do we use that power? All right, I'm gonna close the ceremony. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Here comes a brother I know for sure can rap. Opportunity to trip on bullshit. Lift his vibration, sharpest tools. Get shark tooth around his neck for protection. Thick skin from all the fire that he stepped in. He's got something in common with shaman. Raised by wolf spirits, gods and goddesses. Our peers on trips and odysseys. Elevated ways yet dip so modestly. Not confined by the body. Astral projections next to study Reflections resemble but none match perfectly No exceptions in oh certainly not Walks calm amidst the urgency Sacred herbs with words like surgery He purged rid himself of absurdities The nerve of those to throw stones at him A rose explodes and grows again Ahead of his aura shields every limb Angels, guardians, ghosts and saints All play a part of this close 
hosts and brains Holy men, prophets, healers and kings That's my entourage, man The posse I bring Angels, guardians, ghosts and saints All play a part of this close and range Holy men, prophets, healers and kings That's my entourage, man The posse I bring Vibrating at the highest frequency of the bunch Every soul shall adapt to match that at once Oh, how we channel high mammal, no dunce Cap who it fits, do with this what he wants Merlin style, curling like, like prisms Past lifetime, regressions, new mission No obsession, no resting, true destined We blew breath in where death laid its weapon Arise, call on master builder skies Open up planets, align at the will of the wise Voluntary compliance, allegiance with the science Walk with lions, be in tune with the Ryan Ain't scared of crying or wiling out His pick is just a decoy, can't iron it out Stuck, well fuck, he'll design a new route Dance water from the heavens, first sign of a drought Cut from cloth, moth-proof and unbought Armor untarnished, honor it all A rose explodes and grows again Ahead of his aura, shields every limb Angels, guardians, ghosts and saints All play a part of this close and range Holy men, prophets, healers and kings That's my entourage, man The posse I bring Angels, guardians, ghosts and saints All play a part of this close and range Holy men, prophets, healers and kings That's my entourage, man The posse I bring And all of us, rare like elephant tusks Purple dragon hearts and our elements trust I sprinkle a man to raise the mass up if I came by myself well then that's just enough it bangs then you could really learn some stuff if we could exchange then we furthered each other well that's just the opposite of murder my brother when we're on the same squad life is less hard I changed my thinking to large when they try to attack I just call in the guards a rose explodes and grows again Ahead of his aura, shields every limb Angels, guardians, ghosts and saints All play a part of this close and range Holy men, prophets, healers and kings That's my entourage, man The posse I bring Angels, guardians, ghosts and saints All play a part of this close and range Holy men, prophets, healers and kings That's my entourage, man The posse I bring Angels, guardians, ghosts and saints All play a part of this close and range Holy men, prophets, healers and kings That's my entourage, man The posse I bring Angels, guardians, ghosts and saints All play a part of this close and range Holy men, prophets, healers and kings That's my entourage, man The posse I bring